Cigar Club, what's going on? Welcome to another Cigar Club podcast where we talk all things cigars. Today, Griff and I are going to be talking about uh, the five things that we look for when uh, looking for a cigar lounge. But before we kick off this podcast, Griff, it is a sunny day for you. What do you have in your hand and, and what are you uh, drinking with it? Top of the morning, Pew. It is. Early morning podcast this, for us, a rarity. This 6 a.m., we are out here smoking the Placencia Reserva Original, or Original, depending on how fancy we want to get. Uh, and we're, we're trying to get some coffee. It is. This is a... The sun is blazing on me for another 10 minutes until it goes past my porch roof line. Uh, so I got the fan down here. Yeah, that's smart. And uh, it's a beautiful morning. It is. It's a gorgeous morning here. Uh, the sun, I have shade for uh, for most of the afternoon, but we normally, or most of the morning, we normally shoot in the afternoon, and this is, uh, yeah. I'm feeling relaxed. I had a little breakfast this morning. I'm uh, on a lot of coffee. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm laying back. I'm not sitting up normally. I feel like you. Is this how you normally feel? Oh, yeah. Every day. Wow. Yeah, it's weird because the sun always uh, rises, obviously, on the front porch and sets on the back porch. So when we do these things in the afternoon, it's always perfect. Yeah. sun's in the back of the house. Uh, but it'll be interesting to finally see exactly when we could start doing more early morning podcasts because the sun is getting probably another 15, 20 minutes. It'll be less hot. Yeah. And you will be able to finally see me. And a white shirt did not help today. No, that was a, a poor uh, wardrobe choice. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we always shoot these in the afternoon. I'm already, you know, four or five cups of coffee in when we normally shoot. And I never want to make more coffee. So I'm really going to enjoy having a cigar with coffee. It's one of my favorite pairings to do. And this morning I am drinking our Proud Hound blend. Uh, can you nice. see how that's going to smoke with this Placencia Nicaraguan Puro smoking the same thing Griff is in the Corona size. This is the Love first this time I've had this cigar and uh, only the second time that I've smoked a Placencia. On the last podcast, I smoked one and I figured let's continue that trend. Uh, this cigar will be in some of your boxes this month. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited to smoke it. I know Griff really enjoys this one and really curious to see how it's going to pair with, uh, our Proud Hound blend. Yeah. It's, uh, definitely darker than the Cosecha 146. Which I'm very surprised because this is more, uh, or, or touted, touted as more mild, whereas the other one yeah. was more medium. This is more mild to medium, but the darker wrapper, I wouldn't have been able to tell you that would have been the case, uh, just right off visually, but I love this size. I, the size is perfect. It, it, yes. I think it's like a six by 48, something along those lines. Is it a 48? Uh -huh, wow. Maybe. But let me double check. Seems smaller, actually. It is a boom, boom, drum roll, a 6.2 by 44. You would have been correct. Ooh, I was just about to say 44. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Right it's, off the uh, bat, it's super starting, right? chocolatey with the coffee. Like, almost like Andy's mint chocolate, which is wild because I don't normally associate mint with a cigar. But with this mm. coffee, it tastes almost minty, which is weird. I could see that. I could see that. What the hell are we talking about today? Yeah, this is a, you know, I think you didn't do any prep coming into this one, but that's okay. I'll guide you along. We're just going to talk about our top five things that we maybe look into a cigar lounge or we like in a cigar lounge, whether that be okay. a cigar lounge that you frequent often, or if you're in a new town, what, when you walk into the lounge, what do you hope to see, expect to see 
to know that it's okay. going to be a good cigar lounge. Mm, okay, I can do it. All right. Well, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Griff. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, do you Great want to kick us off or do you want me to, uh, uh, to show yeah. you what it's about? So I'll just start uh, no particular order. But so are we, are we talking about when we're inside or I think everything? Just, in I think between? just anything and anything in between. Okay. Uh, you know, if you had your ideal cigar lounge, what are the top five okay. things you'd want there? Uh, I think the first thing that comes to mind is when I walk into a cigar lounge after I scout one out, if I'm in a different city, um, the second I walk in, I'll, it's a pretty good gauge if I'm going to be a fan or not, just by the ventilation keyword here. Yeah. Ventilation, uh, of the lounge, because sometimes you walk into these things and you like waft your way through it and they claim they've got ventilation, but it doesn't work or what have you. But when you walk into a cigar lounge and you don't see a whole lot of smoke, I'm all for it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You uh, Nothing worse than walking in and not being able to see when you walk in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my, my home shop here, uh, great ventilation, older building, but they've got it figured out. But I've been into a couple that just – it just sticks to you. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of that. If it's a clean room and you can smoke and the smoke rises and gets pushed out, it's – that's what I want. Yeah, no, that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I have a, my local uh, cigar bar is, uh, they've got these garage doors that they can open up when the weather's yeah. nice to, into the back patio, which is just super cool. And, and that actually ties into, and no particular order for myself, but that ties into kind of my one that I look into. It's just atmosphere, right? When I walk in, I want to feel transported isn't the right word but i wanted to yeah. i wanted to feel nice i wanted to feel upscale uh the 323 is the name of my cigar bar that i go to uh shout out james he owns one in uh, anniston alabama called lee harrow leaf as well so he's got two that he goes back and forth to uh but those garage doors that open up especially like in the winter you can kind of crack them a little bit get a little soak under there yeah cool air and they've got blankets that you can use oh wow um, in the wintertime, leather chairs, leather couches, and then that opens up into the back patio. Uh, it's just, it's a great atmosphere. I love it during the winter. You can turn the heater on and crack the door and put a blanket on yep. and just, you know, burn a hole in their blankets and not worry about burning a hole in your blanket. Yep. Uh, yep. The chairs are comfortable. They even had a spot. Uh, one of the guys that came in every day, they put a little placard above the chair, said it was his chair. Like little touches oh. like that are super cool and kind of like a nod yeah, to the chairs. regulars. Uh, he, uh, uh, obviously, I befriended him, and he started ho- hosting, obviously, before COVID, the cigar events. It would always be on Thursdays for me because that's before this. That's traditionally when I'd have my day off. So he, like, purposely planned mm. allow me to be able to come to these events because I was a regular, and, and he knew. That's kind of, nice. Uh, I knew a lot about cigars, so it was a great conversation. And, but, yeah, something just a little touch like that just goes such a long way uh, into to building that atmosphere and community in, in your lounge. I'm going to try to, uh, that was on my list, but I'm going to try to compile a list of different things. Um, yeah, I can, uh, the first couple of times going into my lounge here in, in South Carolina, I could easily tell that there were, the majority of the folks in there were locals or just hardcore Cameroon cigar shop smokers mm-hmm. because I continue to see them every time I go. It's the same crowd. And it's like this, maybe like work from home crowd that, goes there for the afternoon and works and yeah. and uh, mingles and stuff. But it's uh, it's a phenomenal atmosphere. There's no pressure whatsoever. Everyone's super, super nice. You know, there's always a, 
sometimes a intimidation factor it seems yeah. or just they all stare at you like who is this you know new guy walking in right yeah so uh great atmosphere at my lounge number two for me is selection that's literally number two on my list as well <laughs> selection selection viejo. um selection viejo rodriguez selection viejo um I think like me, you go to a cigar lounge to potentially try something different. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe you go there to smoke your favorite cigar. But when you go to lounges, obviously there's hopefully a large selection. <laughs> and <laughs> um and so if I walk into this and it's you know not the best selection or I don't see something that I'm 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 not I'm probably just not gonna buy something to buy it if it's something that I'm not actively looking for if I wanted to try, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I, I don't really know what that threshold is, but if yeah. they carry a little bit of everything that I like, or at least a couple, then I'm happy. Cameroons has all of the main hitters that I thoroughly enjoy, including Placencia. And I try to go uh, at least once a week and try something different. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I uh, continuing to talk about my local cigar bar. It was owned by previous owners before the current one, James. And when that when it first opened, it had your staple brands, your general cigars, your uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with these brands. Uh, just Rocky Patels and and cigars that you can find everywhere. I think is probably the best mm -hmm. way to say it. And the prices were to go into my next one pricing. I'm going to combine the two. I want to I want good pricing at my cigar I bar think of, or my I didn't think of pricing. And the prices were a lot higher than they could have or should have been. And so when it came under new management from James, you know, I immediately befriended him because I, I wanted to know the new owner and we got to talking and, and he was just appalled because he had already had a cigar bar and he was appalled at the prices and the selections. And one of the things that he immediately did was change the pricing on every single cigar, then started to bring in more boutique brands, crown heads, warp, yeah. uh, LFD, which is not necessarily boutique, but it wasn't yeah. a brand that they offer that a lot of people carry. And so, really started to get an influx of these boutique brands and correct the pricing. And that alone just completely changed my view of the place because now I could go in there and buy new releases from crown heads and not yeah. have to buy a five pack online uh, and not have to pay a five pack price for a single. Uh, and so that was huge. And I I've walked in plenty of uh, a humidor on the road traveling. One of the things that I love to do. So whenever I visit a new locale, whether it be vacation or just driving through, I'll go to the local brick and mortar. I'll, I'll Google it on my phone, find one. And if I walk in there and I see, you know, a cigar that's five bucks over MSRP, probably going to walk out. Like I get it. Let's, we need to make our money. So a dollar or two here and there, but I'm not going to pay $15 for a $10 cigar. So yeah, it's always it's weird because I don't like walking in and we've talked about this, I think with bourbon, like walking into a liquor store and just walking back out with nothing. It's awkward. And I feel bad because I want to support the business, but also, you know, I've got to, I've got to ha have some compromise because I can't just spend money just to not feel bad. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't ever feel bad walking out of a liquor store. If the prices aren't where I want them to be, I have a better, I have a much better picture on where bourbon prices should be compared to cigars. I'm not yeah. super, familiar surprisingly or not surprisingly with where cigar prices i mean I, I know a lot of wholesale prices and obviously it's easy to figure out retail prices but 
I couldn't necessarily look at a cigar and be like, oh, I can get it cheaper on something, right? Yeah. And I also kind of insinuate it's going to be a little bit more brick and mortar prices compared to CI or Atlantic buying thousands of thousands of thousands. Fair cigars. enough. So if it's a couple extra dollars, it you know, I'm not going to lose sleep because it's something that I want to try and I necessarily haven't had or, or you know. You want, yeah, you, if you see it, you're not going to necessarily walk by it. But uh, for an example, yeah. uh, I walked into a store and I, uh, the Liga Nines were, I think they're normally like 13, 14, 15 bucks, depending on the Vitola. Yeah. They were damn $30 for a Liga Nine oh. Robusto. Hell no. Not no. when I can get a Fuente Opus X Lost yeah. City for that same price. So, like, yeah. an example of that of just being outrageously overpriced is immediately walk around it. And something like that could be because I know Drew Estate. Uh, for brick and mortars, you have to have a certain amount of facing at a certain amount of retail price before they even let you get uh, any right. of the league of stuff. So it could be he, that shop owner purchased the box at MSRP and therefore to get his money back had to upsell it, uh, which I get. And there were, there were people, there were cigars missing. So people bought them, but I was like, mm, that's not worth it. Not that much, at least. This burn is impeccable mm -hmm. for me. What oh, do you God. think so far? Well, I just inhaled <clears throat> on oh, the attempt to retro. Good, good. Yeah, so that's a... <clears throat> First time? Uh, it happens. Go to go to Griff. <laughs> no, I was asking if this was your first story you've ever smoked. Yeah, I know, but I'm dying over here, so I'm trying to not ruin the podcast by dying. Uh, no. So what do we Fantastic. do when you're coughing up your lung? Drink water, drink coffee. Uh, I guess we should do, just do some coffee. Wash it down. Thanks, Dad. Um, mm. Impressions. I'm good. Impressions. Yes, uh, I think I like the 146 better. Yeah. I will tell you, I've never had this this original. Oh, I thought you had. No. Oh. But with that said, I like, for this being, uh, I would say this is a mild plus I don't know. I think this is, yeah, I would say this is mild plus. Yeah, I could see that. I love having a mild cigar that's not a Connecticut. Yeah. That, yeah. to me, I mean, this this wrapper's damn darker than the uh, the 146, mm -hmm. like you said. Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoy that. That, to me, means it's really constructed well. They, they purposely selected the tobacco to complement uh, a little bit of a darker wrapper. And I think a lot of people would pass up on this cigar, and, and which is why we've got this in, in some boxes this month, because this is a cigar maybe if someone only smokes mild sticks and usually just smokes Connecticut's, they may walk past this wrapper because it's a little bit darker and assume that it's going to yeah. be medium, medium plus. But, I mean, it's it's right between mild and medium. Uh, the flavors that I'm getting are phenomenal. It actually goes really, really well with coffee, where I don't think the 146 um, would have gone well with the coffee. I really like Placencia's overall website and you can dive mm. into each of their lines and they've got the strength scale and wrapper binder filler and then a write up 146, 149, et cetera. It's, yeah. it's very well done and very premium feeling. I, absolutely. It's up there. Uh, Dapper is the king of all kings for yes. cigar websites. This starts to approach that. I love the one thing that I hate is, and I maybe this was maybe more when I first started buying cigars, buying a lot of, boutique cigars online because I couldn't get them locally. And you'd go to look at the the Vitola and it would just give you six by 53 or 52. And then another one would be five by 48. And 
I didn't. I wanted to know what those looked like. Placencia has every single Vitola pictured, so you can see the complete size difference uh, of each of those Vitolas, which I think is something that everyone should do for every single line of the cigars because sometimes you just have to visually see. Ooh, do I want to spend twenty dollars more to get? Yeah. Uh, or for a box of cigars, do I want to spend twenty bucks more to get uh, an inch longer in each cigars? What does that actually visually look like? This size and this strength profile is just perfect to start the day. Mm-hmm. Anything heavier, eh, too much. Anything lighter, was it worth it? I think it's perfect. The uh, mint chocolate subsided, and, and now it's just like toasty graham cracker. Like, I don't want to say graham cracker crunch because it's not cereally, but it's just graham crackery. It's really nice. And I would hold my ash, but I don't feel like ruining my clothes this early in the morning. Yeah, I just dropped mine too, so <laughs> there you have it. Is it my turn? Uh, well, I kind of we did cigar selection. I also kind of included prices in that one, but I can. I've got them. I've got them written down. So if you're ready, you can fire I, it off. I, I do not, but go for it. You'll probably take one that's on my mental list, but go for it. Mine is going to be seating. Oh my god, it was so funny. I was literally going to say that. Yeah, uh, well, here we are. Yep, mm. seating is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. When I go to a lounge, if I'm walking in and it's just straight back folding chairs, that's not I'm a lounge. Out. I'm out. I'm out. Even if it's a table chair, I'm out. Yeah, I need to feel luxurious. I want to be comfortable. I'm miserable in my own chairs at home. <laughs> I want to go smoke indoors and pretend like I'm at home because yep. when I'm sitting on the couch at home watching a Netflix show or sports. Only thing I want to do is light up right there on the couch because I'm just as comfortable as one can be. So when I go in a lounge, I want leather chairs, leather yep. couches. Me too. Copious amounts of seating that face each other, but also areas that you can go in and be private. One of the things that I love most about a cigar lounge is just the the easiness to strike up a conversation. Um, and so when it's crowded and everyone's kind of forced to sit together and the chairs are facing, you know, maybe just around a center table. It's just so easy to be like, Hey, what are you smoking? And then from there, if they want to talk to you, most people do, they'll start, they'll strike up a conversation and continue with it. And it'll quickly evolve past a cigar into, you know, jobs and and what you're doing, where you're from. And then, you know what, if they preferred, you know, maybe the private seating was full, just like, Hey, you know, I'm just smoking this. And then you can quickly tell if a person wants to continue a conversation after that. But uh, yeah, just got to have good seating or else I, I visit him. I will say, um, my, my old shop in Pensacola, uh, Cordova cigars, phenomenal shop, definitely in my top five and my shop here, they've got a nice mixture because a lot of people in the afternoon and they would obviously use them at night too, but a lot of people in the afternoon bring their laptops. So they've got yeah. like desk seating, high top seating kind of, um, they've got couches and they've got super comfortable single chairs so there's a variety and then they've got kind of in the windows as you walk in that stick out uh tables for two which is kind of cool kind of a private area for two sets of people Mm -hmm. so covers all the bases very nice seating very comfortable i'm not gonna sit in a foldable piece of shit chair it's not gonna happen so um i've been pretty fortunate every cigar shop i've gone to has been pretty comfortable and there's always seems to be a seat available that's another thing is if you walk in there and every seat is taken it's like well there's no shot that i'm going to stick around and stand yeah Yeah. um it's interesting how always how that always works for me but seating is big i've been to a couple 
that I can think of that I was just kind of passing through. And a lot of times it was like folding chairs around domino tables. So it was like very community driven, I guess, because there was just, oh, there was just people there playing dominoes. Like that was the whole purpose of the place. And then cigars were secondary. And so for them, they probably didn't care because they were probably there to play dominoes with the added advantage that they could smoke a cigar as opposed to, you know, the added advantage of being able to play dominoes. But my uh, there's a local place near to my parents in Kennesaw, Georgia, called the Cigar Kennesaw Cigar Cellar. Oh God, now I forgot about it. Um, and it's literally I haven't been able to go yet because every time I go to my parents' house, there's always something that prevents me from going. And that's a long story, but it uh, it's like a jazz bar. So they'll have like a Frank Sinatra uh, yeah. impersonator. They've had Elvis before. Total chill vibes and. Uh, they do like a par show on Sundays, really good high-end cigars, which I'm really itching to go because they always post all these rare Fuentes and Padrones and, uh, basically all the cigars that I don't have around me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that going back to atmosphere, that's a killer atmosphere. Being able to just sit back on a Friday night, listen to some live jazz or a Frank Sinatra singer. That's up my alley. Yeah. I can't say I've ever experienced anything like that. Um, you don't see many of those around. Uh-uh. I mean, it's very like early 50s, 60s type of vibe. Um, they do food and they have a really good eclectic food menu and, and uh, nice. drink menu. Do you have you ever eaten at a cigar bar like something no, like I that? Was just, I was just going to say there's there's a couple um, that I not around here. I don't think although I haven't really looked too hard, but there's been a couple uh, restaurants that I've steakhouses mostly that offer cigars afterwards like inside or uh-huh. whenever um which i really want to do and there's one in detroit that i'm drawing a blank on that we were going to go to last year but uh god i can't think of the name of it either but I haven't experienced that either i'd love mm-hmm. to yeah i went to the rocky patel lounge uh in the battery in atlanta uh, the day that they were doing the Braves World Series parade, which was, oh, yeah. as a non-Braves fan, I was probably the only non-Braves fan there. And uh, so that was the first time I went into like a a Davidoff lounge, a Rocky Patel lounge, you know, something that's a, a brand lounge. And they had food, and I think we ordered a pretzel. I mean, we weren't eating anything crazy like a steak, but I just normally don't enjoy a cigar while eating something. Well, I, I can't say while eating. Um, I don't know if I'd enjoy that or not. I don't think I would, but after, you know, immediately after I'm fine to light it up. But, um, it's also like, I don't enjoy drinking beer while I'm eating. Wow. You're really struggling. I, I love drinking beer before. Uh, and then when I'm eating, it's either like Diet Coke water or something fresca specifically i'm a massive fresca fan but it's not like i drink a beer and then go back to steak or pizza and drink like pizza and beer for me is just i don't love pizza i love beer but not together yeah i during the summer when we grill out a lot i'll come out after work and have a cigar while we're grilling and then we'll just kind of sit out here and finish the meal and and therefore i kind of have a cigar with it but i've never had an experience that's like wow that paired really well with um a meal chocolate Mm. i love chocolate with a cigar but uh, that's kind of more of a pairing as opposed to like, oh, I'm eating this steak. I don't know. I, I think steak would be really good. I'd love to do Wagyu with the A5 uh, Wagyu that uh, Alec yeah, and Bradley did. I think that. that'd be super fun. I have one left and kind of saving it for a, a hearty yeah, steak dinner. I, I have 
maybe two, maybe. Um, yeah, we should, we should, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if this is necessarily on my list, but it's always nice to have the option of a bar in the lounge. Yeah. Nonetheless, a nicely stocked bar. Um, the cigar shop Pensacola, they had your basics, tons of soda, tons of water and beer, but clearly I don't think they had their liquor license. Mm-hmm. Cameroons, everything from Pappy to, you know, 10 different taps, which is really cool. And every once in a while I'll do like a, you know, Irish coffee or some type oh, of, okay. some type of beer on tap yeah, uh, or, or bourbon every once in a while, but it's hit or miss, but having that, the option, if I'm, you know, if it's feasting my fancy, yeah, then I'll do it. Yeah. My, uh, there's a, another cigar lounge. We really only have, we have three now, but we have two that I've, I frequent. Um, the third one's kind of brand new. The, uh, the one that I used to go to when I first started cigars, which had all the cigar events, and this will kind of be one. This is not in my top five, but I love a place that has events. Local lounges, if you don't have reps or events at your local cigar bar, you are missing out because that brings in a new crowd. That's what got me yeah. back into cigars. I went to yeah. a event for GTO Cigars. It's a Dominican brand uh, down here in the South. He doesn't sell online. He only sells to brick-and-mortar stores. That was the first event that I went to that really re-sparked my um, love for cigars. And uh, tying into to they would do half-price whiskey Wednesdays. Oh, that's nice. And so I'd go in, and E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof was normally 16 bucks, 8 bucks all day on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tried. I drank that. They'd always have the new um, Blood Oaths from yeah. Lux Row. I tried all of those there. They had all your pappies, which were not discounted, but the pappies weren't absorbent. Um, crazy prices. They had all your, your Buffalo Trace antique collections, which weren't had off, half off, but their half off prices were barrel proof at eight bucks all yeah. day. Yeah. All day. No, I, I mean, I cleared I, bottles at that point. I would, would definitely drink that all day. Um, Cameroons has something pretty interesting that I've never seen or heard of, but it's, it's called like $10 Tuesdays or something. Basically for 10 bucks, they'll have a, a specialty tap either like a microbrewery or something and uh-huh. they'll pair it with, with a cigar. So you'll get oh, a cigar. Awesome. Cigar and a beer for ten bucks. Um, they obviously change the beer and the cigar every Tuesday. I've never actually done it. It's like from four to eight uh, in the afternoons. I'm always home by then, but um, it's pretty cool. I want to try it out because I've never, never tried it. But it's so funny, cool concept. Said, that's so funny because when James took over the three twenty three cigar bar from the the owner, he commented that we didn't have the cigar culture here in Opelika and Auburn that he had in Anniston, Alabama. And so we were just kind of talking of how you build that culture and and really bring in people that want to try those new boutique brands. And either him or myself threw the idea of having like a featured pairing with a cigar and a cocktail, whether it be a cocktail or beer to, hey, grab this cigar, grab this drink, it's X price. And, you know, this is one that we recommend together. So it's funny that uh, you say that because that was an idea that we've tossed around. I don't know if he actually went through with it or not, but yeah, I think it's a pretty cool concept. And I mean, hell, it's every cigar I'm buying at a lounge is usually at least ten, eight bucks to ten bucks. Beer. Yeah. Um. So to get a beer with that, and so maybe next Tuesday. Actually, we're leaving Wednesday, so that probably won't happen. But I'm going to get there for a, a ten dollar Tuesday. 
sooner or later. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and I think that's another thing. If you do have a bar, having deals or specialty days like, you know, the Whiskey Wednesday that I refer to, another place is um, $2 off craft beers on certain yeah. days. Um, they used to have uh, martini <clears throat> Thursdays. So it was $5 martinis, and they would have trivia or bingo. Like just, you know, other things to, to get people in who necessarily aren't cigar smokers. And while you're there, you can be like, hey, you know, do you smoke cigars here? I recommend this one if you've never had one before. It just kind of yeah. gets people in the door who may be put off by the word cigar in the name of mm-hmm. it and think it's not for them. I'm digging this. So I want to talk about real quick before we go on to the, the next one. The Placencia that we smoked on the last podcast. Yeah. That was damn near as clean as Supreme Leaf. I was wondering, I was going to text you last night to see actually, you know, more of what you thought of that cigar. It, I, um, I don't, I don't understand. And, and maybe this is a question that I can ask Ostos or uh, any type of any blender. Alec, if you're listening over there at uh, Mr. Bradley himself, either of you, uh, what is the difference between a cigar that is as clean as something like Supreme Leaf and a cigar that has an aftertaste that that sticks Empire. with you? Is it quality of yeah. tobacco? Is it the type of tobacco that's used? I, I mean, granted, of everything I would think, but I imagine so because no blender is going to be like, "Hey, I really want this cigar to to linger in yeah. your mouth for hours afterwards." Right. But I assume it's it's the quality and uh, ability to get that type of quality tobacco that just leaves. Yeah. Neutral palate. There are s- definitely certain cigars, Supreme and 146, to be specific, that are just very clean smoking. Yeah. And probably a whole conversation in itself or topic of itself. But um, I would agree. They're both pretty close to being as clean as you can probably get, in my opinion. Yeah. And I don't, you know, it, it's not going to, if I have a cigar that's really good, but then it, it lingers on my palate for, for some of the day, I'm not going to be turned away. It's not necessarily something that I have to have in a cigar, Yeah. but it is certainly whenever I have a cigar that that is that clean, it is something that stands out in my mind as yeah. a highlight of that cigar. All right. First band is off. I will say that I hate nothing worse of having a cigar late at night and the next morning you just, you're tasting it. Yeah, even no matter how many times you brush your teeth or scrub your tongue and do mouthwash, you can still wake up and feel it. Yeah, it's I just I don't love that part of the cigar smoking experience in general, but yeah, uh, it's it is what it is. Do you have a tongue scraper? I don't. So we got some for Christmas, and I would always use like the back of your toothbrushes. It's got like those rims on it, and so I'll brush my teeth. I'll use the back of the uh, oral the hygiene, folks. Here, hey, this is about cigar and cleaning your palate. If I ain't got beef jerky. Um, but then I got a tongue scraper. First off, it's really cool and fun to use, but it helps. It helps more than I thought it would. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look into that. You won't. Probably not. <laughs> but um, I appreciate, you. appreciate so, you giving it to me. So I've got, I, did I name five? I can't, I can't even remember. We've got I have one, uh, more? one more. Son of a B. Um, I mean, atmosphere was on my. I mean, we had a lot of obviously overlapping. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably just say like morale, or and I don't know if morale is the right word, but I got it. I wrote I wrote down the word. Um, I have cleanliness. Yeah, 
uh, you know, er Ernie, um, here at my shop is, is the owner and he's pretty much there day to day. The nicest guy, salt of the earth. Uh, always, I always walk in. I'm like, what am I trying? What's new? And he'll always tell me what to get and I'll get it. Mm -hmm. And he's just super friendly. If I walk into someone and they don't really care for the business or I'm like, nah, it's just not my vibe. It's, I do that with stores too. Yeah. I'm so extra. If I go into a store specifically, like if Meg's shopping for something that's expensive clothing wise and they don't talk to you when you come in the door, I'll make a scene. I'm out. <laughs> Say hello to me. And that's all I ask. Yeah. But Chris if you see me and then like turn up. around and some people like that because they don't want to be bothered when they go to stores, but yeah. I want to be acknowledged if I'm walking into your store, freaking say hello to me. Welcome to Moe's. Yeah. Like that, but not that excessive. <laughs> Griff walks in. No one says hi. He turns around one of the, uh, a coat on the rack backwards. I made a stuff. scene the other day. We were at some shop. She was looking for something and this was, no, not the other day. This was, yeah, it was the other day, a couple months ago. And the uh, they were short-staffed or something, so the all the changing rooms were closed, mm -hmm. which they had two or three. And they had no mirrors in the store. This was, mind you, a, a, oh. a women's a fashion store. store. Yeah. So I, I, literally, I, was, I was actually not real nice, but I'm like, so how does my wife try on? Well, you can't try it on. So I'm like, so what if it doesn't fit? Well, you can bring it back. I'm like... Well, can I just hold this towel up and she can try it on real quick so we don't go home and then have to come? Like, yeah. this is, well, how do you expect with, someone to buy something, a female yeah. nonetheless, without yeah. trying it on? That's what I was going to say. I feel like, and Bailey complains all the time, she'll have a pair of jeans that are exact same brand, exact same size, and they fit completely different. Like, you go even like more so at a boutique store, you have no idea if it's going to fit or not. So that's a little, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll just change the middle of the store. I don't care. I've done that before. No changing rooms. Well, me I've too. But you guys are a little different. Well, though. yeah, we're completely different. <laughs> but well, yeah, that's crazy. I was so pissed. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, well, especially no. like you're out of town, right? Like if you were visiting a state that you don't live in. Well, sorry, I'm not going to buy here anymore. Because I mean, like, yeah, man, I was. It really got me going. So yeah, no, but I, I agree. Think the 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 just the atmosphere, friendliness, like everything combined. Yeah, nice people. They don't have to talk to me. They don't need to also like flip, flick me off or anything, but uh, the guy working there, I always like him to say, we got this in or we're excited that we're starting to carry this line or mm -hmm. what have you. I'm a big fan of the cheers, right? Everybody knows your name. Mm -hmm. I love frequenting uh, an establishment that, and, and I think also maybe it's just part of my personality as well. Like I, if I'm going to a place multiple times a month, I'm going to strike it up with the owner, talk to them, let them know I appreciate their business. And you build that cordial relationship with them. And so every time I walk into some of these places, it's been a while now because COVID's kind of changed my routines that I had. But previously, I'd walk in and be like, hey, what's up, David? You know, like yeah. the staff, the bartender, the owner, like they all would know me because, yep. you know, I, I took it upon myself to to talk to them. More so just try to make their job a little bit easier, right? I, I love being the the friendly person that tries to make other people's lives easier when I visit as a place or a restaurant yeah. even. Um, yeah. But yeah, so something like that just keeps me coming back because if I don't go one week and this has happened before, I'd miss a week or something like that. And I'd come back and they'd be like, where were you last week? We missed you. Yeah. And so then now I'm feeling guilty for not showing up every week yeah. because, you know, uh, whether they're pulling my chain or not, they were looking for me or at least acknowledged yeah. that I wasn't there. So little things like that go a long way for me and, and just make you feel 
makes you feel special, which is always yeah. a, a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Mm. Agree. Agree. Uh, I've got three cigar lounges, two of which I've talked about pretty heavily that I thoroughly enjoy going to in college. We would go across the bay to Fairhope, Alabama, and there's a cigar shop there still called Bush's Cigars. Uh, Gene Bouchelon is his name, is the owner. Uh, super friendly guy. I mean, I mean, definition of Southern gentleman, just so, so nice. Great lounge, massive uh, selection. Not the biggest lounge in the world just because of the space that they're in, but... Mm-hmm. They've got a kind of a front seating area and the humidor's in the middle and then kind of a back seating with back patio. And uh, Bush's Cigar Lounge, Fairhope, Alabama, one of my top lounges for sure if I'm ever that way. Although it's like an hour from Pensacola and like another probably 45 minutes to an hour from Mobile. So I'm never typically just there. But Bush's in Fairhope, Cordova, Cordova Cigars in Pensacola, Florida, and now... As of five months ago, Cameroon Cigars in Greer, Alabama. Or, I'm sorry, Greer, South Carolina. The uh, and you'll probably know where I'm talking about when I say this. The cigar bar. It's not even a cigar bar. Sorry, it's a humidor that got me through college. Uh, right next to Sky Bar, right next to that Mo's. Oh yeah, Little Anthony's Cigars um, under new ownership. Which we found out the other day that a family friend of Bailey's mom, her grandson, uh, bought it and owns it oh. now. That's kind of cool. And so that place got me through college because there was, when I was in college, online cigars were not a thing. Yeah. Like, that was something that I had never heard of. And so it was only going into brick and mortars. And that place I'd go to, probably go to Moe's, grab a burrito and grab yeah. a cigar and then head back and, and smoke it up. And that was walking distance. I mean, I lived literally right behind Sky Bar for the last half of college. So I didn't need a humidor. I would just go buy a cigar, take it back and smoke it. Yep. And that was instrumental in uh, in me being able to to stay sane after finals or writing my thesis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny how you have those crazy memories of certain locations. They might not be the best lounge yeah. in the world, but you enjoyed it at the time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I gotta admit, that's a great way to start a work day. Yeah, <laughs> I am relaxed. There ain't I'm nothing afraid that there might not be much work. To be done yeah, today, well, but... we might. I don't know if I'm going in. My laptop's going to die before I have to go inside today. This might be like a three cigar day. And just it's uh, today's the hottest day out. we've had in a couple of weeks now, which is interesting. But um, the past couple of days have been super nice. It's supposed to get up in the 80s today. Same here. We are going to a Greenville Drive baseball game tonight, Ooh. which will be exciting. It's the minor league team of Greenville, which is a feeder to the Boston Red Sox. Ah, that's cool. We're going to a minor league game uh, when we go to Memphis, and I'm really oh. excited. I haven't been to any type of baseball game uh, in years. I mean, I don't really like going to Atlanta. The Truist Park is really nice. I think I would actually go to a Braves-Phillies game. Uh, yeah. Wasn't too bad of a drive. The uh, The battery around Atlanta or around the stadium yeah. has ASW's got a, a spot there. The that's Rocky cool. Hotel, uh, Burn Lounge is there. Really cool yeah. uh, foods and, and whatnot. So I would actually go to that. I didn't like going to Turner too off too much i went a few times for a brace phillies game but it's just long right yeah. i mean and then you're paying 15 dollars for a dang beer yeah and then I, you got to drive uh two hours home like that's eh, not really my cup I, of tea but it'll be fun going to minor league game those are always uh entertaining i've never been to this stadium seen pictures and my my brother and sister-in-law have been we're going with them and so i don't know how pricing will be but 
Uh, Usually minor league games are, are really affordable. They'll get you like $2 beers so you can yeah. get in and tickets are five bucks. Yeah. It's at seven tonight. It'll be fun. And, um, so overall it's going to be a great day. I'm going to make it a great day. Nonetheless. Absolutely. There's a uh, minor league team in Huntsville, Alabama called the trash pandas. Yeah. I've got, I've got a trash panda shirt because it's absolutely yeah. hilarious. Yeah. If they have, I don't even know what the drive mascot is. I mean, it sounds kind of weird to say that, but if they've got a nice polo or something, I might pick that up. But yeah, it's going to be a good day nonetheless. It is. And it is. Uh, it's going to be a great weekend. I agree. I got uh, playoff basketball on Saturday. Nice. My Sixers are up 3-0. Hopefully to shut out the series. Sweep the Raptors. Uh, Ramsey is listening, and I know he's crying from his uh, Timberwolves game last night. Ramsey, my heart goes out to you. Mine doesn't. <laughs> well, Griff doesn't like sports. Yep. Other than golf, is there is there a sport? I know you don't like fantasy sports. Pickleball. Like college football? Not pickleball. The real sport. Oh, gosh. If you ain't <laughs> playing pickleball, I don't know what you're doing. Never have. Oh, the place that we had, we got married uh, has like 15 pickleball courts. It's the best. And it just, I, I don't know, it just never appealed to me. We try to, we usually play every Sunday. Obviously, last Sunday we didn't for Easter, but um, yeah, it's great. Great sport. Let's we'll give it a try. I don't know. Only athletes can play, so. so you know. Do you like disc golf? I used to play in college, but I could see you being a disc disc golf. Uh, yeah, player. I just had all the discs, and we had a great course on campus. Really nice course, and really? played, played oh, a lot. Cool. But they just stopped. Yeah, so. I uh, I enjoy throwing a frisbee around. Mm-hmm. It's something that I don't know. It's just Me always too. been something that I I've love, enjoyed I doing. Love zinging a frisbee. Yeah. Frisbee on a beach? Oh, trying to like push yeah. off the sand? Too windy. Oh, that kills your calves. <laughs> Too <laughs> no, windy. not even that. Just the, the sand itself sucks. Yeah. I don't that's know how true. people play like beach volleyball. Well, that's a tangent. Maybe that's a whole episode. Griff, Griff showing us how to play football. What do we play? What do we play? Frisbee ball. Well, this was good. I enjoyed <clears throat> We're going to do a couple more morning ones. I enjoy having coffee and just yeah. kind of starting the day off. It's, uh... it's almost <clears throat> 11 my time, so it's half my body now. So Your, your face is in the shade. Now we get to see you. Yeah. Mm. We didn't think about this one, but I've got it. I've got a giveaway. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let it Let's rip. do a giveaway for a bag of Proud Hound coffee. Love it. Either uh, ground or free ground. So whenever you win, you can let us know. But in the comments below, let us know your favorite cigar lounge that you've ever visited. I want to support some of these local cigar lounges. I love it. You don't need to tell us where you live. Don't give your location away. But just drop the name of your lounge and maybe why. It's your favorite, whether it be um, the atmosphere, the the pricings, the cigar selection, whatever it may be that that yeah. is that causes it to be your favorite. Let us know below, uh, and that way, anyone browsing the comments may be able to uh, to take a look at that lounge. Maybe they're going to be going through that city or yeah, traveling idea. through, and then they can go visit it. But uh, we'll pick our our favorite one, uh, probably just randomly, but it may be you know something cool about that lounge that uh, you called out, and then uh, you'll email me. We'll comment on it. You'll email me pewitcigarclub.com. And uh, let me know if you want it ground or pre-ground. We can send it either way to you. And uh, I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. We haven't done a coffee <clears throat> giveaway in uh-uh. quite a while. A while. Go check out the the Proud Hound on our website. Great coffee. Every, uh, got, roasted really every like Tuesday it. and ships every yep. Wednesday. So great selection. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, uh, that's it for me. Uh, I'm ready to kick off this weekend. That's it for it's me. It's going to be a beautiful day. Well, until next time, thank you for joining us for the Cigar Club podcast. Uh, Happy smoking. And smoke something good, damn it.